Today is September the 25th. Today, we see two sisters and a cooking pot. Just a quick warning about today's reading. The prophet's message to Israel is sexually explicit and graphic. If you are listening to this with children, you may want to skip today. Today, as we read through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Ezekiel chapters 22 through 24. Now, uh, in chapter 22, the sins of Jerusalem are laid out before Jerusalem. Remember, Ezekiel is prophesying from Babylon. He went there in the first wave, but uh, Jerusalem still exists. There are still people there, and they are still sinning. And in fact, it appears that it's getting worse. So in chapter 23, he tells the story of two sisters, Ahola and Aholaba. Ahola, uh, the name means her tent. Aholaba means uh, either she is my tent or my tent is within her. Um, Ezekiel says these are Samaria and Jerusalem. And the two sisters, although they were loved by one man, although they shared one husband, they both committed adultery, went after other lovers. Uh, the Lord is saying, Jerusalem, Samaria, I was your God, you chose other gods. Chapter 24 is the story of a cooking pot. Kind of a strange story, but uh, in that strange story, the Lord says, cook all kinds of meat in the pot. He says, the meat are your sins. Uh, the meat are the many things that you've done against me. When the pot is done cooking both meat and bones together, uh, the Lord says, clean the pot, and Ezekiel can't clean the pot. He leaves it in the fire until it becomes red hot hoping to purge the fire, purge the pot in the fire. But that doesn't work. So the Lord says, throw it away. Um, again, the sins of Jerusalem. At the end of chapter 24, Ezekiel's wife dies. The Lord says, don't mourn for your wife. But then he says, Jerusalem will fall soon. Don't mourn for fallen Jerusalem. Today, we'll read Ezekiel 22 to 24. Ezekiel 22 to 24, New Living Translation. Ezekiel 22. Now this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, are you ready to judge Jerusalem? Are you ready to judge this city of murderers? Publicly denounce her detestable sins and give her this message from the sovereign Lord. O city of murderers, doomed and damned, city of idols, filthy and foul, you're guilty because of the blood you have shed. You're defiled because of the idols you have made. Your day of destruction has come. You've reached the end of your years. I'll make you an object of mockery throughout the world. O oh, infamous city filled with confusion, you will be mocked by people far and near. 
Every leader in Israel who lives within your walls is bent on murder. Fathers and mothers are treated with contempt. Foreigners are forced to pay for protection. Orphans and widows are wronged and oppressed among you. You despise my holy things and violate my Sabbath days of rest. People accuse others falsely and send them to their death. You're filled with idol worshipers and people who do obscene things. Men sleep with their father's wives and force themselves on women who are menstruating. Within your walls live men who commit adultery with their neighbor's wives, who defile their daughters-in-law, or who rape their own sisters. They're hired murderers, lone racketeers, and extortioners everywhere. They never even think of me and my commands, says the Sovereign Lord. But now I clap my hands in indignation over your dishonest gain and bloodshed. How strong and courageous will you be in my day of reckoning? I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do what I said. I'll scatter you among the nations and purge you of your wickedness. When I've been dishonored among the nations because of you, you will know that I am the Lord. Then this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, the people of Israel are the worthless slag that remains after silver is smelted. They're the dross that's left over, a useless mixture of copper, tin, iron, and lead. So tell them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, because you are all worthless slag, I'll bring you to my crucible in Jerusalem. Just as silver, copper, iron, lead, and tin are melted down in a furnace, I will melt you down in the heat of my fury. I'll gather you together and blow the fire of my anger upon you. You'll melt like silver in fierce heat. Then you'll know that I, the Lord, have poured out my fury on you. Again a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, give the people of Israel this message. In the day of my indignation, you'll be like a polluted land, a land without rain. Your princes plot conspiracies, just as lions stalk their prey. They devour innocent people, seizing treasures and extorting wealth. They make many widows in the land. Your priests have violated my instructions and defiled my holy things. They make no distinction between what is holy and what is not. They don't teach my people the difference between what is ceremonially clean and unclean. They disregard my Sabbath days so that I'm dishonored among them. Your leaders are like wolves who tear apart their victims. They actually destroy people's lives for money. And your prophets cover up for them by announcing false visions and making lying predictions. They say, my message is from the sovereign Lord, when the Lord hasn't spoken a single word to them. Even common people oppress the poor, rob the needy, and deprive foreigners of justice. I looked for someone who might rebuild the wall of righteousness that guards the land. I searched for someone to stand in the gap in the wall so I wouldn't have to destroy the land. But I found no one. So now 
I'll pour out my fury on them, consuming them with the fire of my anger. I'll heap on their heads the full penalty for all their sins. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Ezekiel 23 This message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, once there were two sisters who were daughters of the same mother. They became prostitutes in Egypt. Even as young girls, they allowed men to fondle their breasts. The older girl was named Ahola, and her sister was Aholaba. I married them, and they bore me sons and daughters. I'm speaking of Samaria and Jerusalem, for Ahola is Samara, Samaria, and Aholaba is Jerusalem. Then Ahola lusted after other lovers instead of me. She gave her love to the Assyrian officers. They were all attractive young men, captains and commanders, dressed in handsome blue, charioteers driving their horses. So she prostituted herself with the most desirable men of Assyria, worshipping their idols, defiling herself. For when she left Egypt, she did not leave her spirit of prostitution behind. She was still as lewd as in her youth, when the Egyptians slept with her, fondled her breast, and used her as a prostitute. So I handed her over to her Assyrian lovers, whom she desired so much. They stripped her, took away her children as their slaves, and then killed her. After she received her punishment, her reputation was known to every woman in the land. Yet even though Aholaba saw what had happened to Ahola, her sister, she followed right in her footsteps. She was even more depraved, abandoning herself to her lust and prostitution. She fawned over all the Assyrian officers, those captains and commanders in handsome uniforms, those charioteers driving their horses, all of them attractive young men. I saw the way she was going, defiling herself just like her older sister. Then she carried her prostitution even farther. She fell in love with pictures that were painted on a wall, pictures of Babylonian military officers, outfitted in striking red uniforms. Handsome belts encircled their waists. Flowing turbans crowned their heads. They were dressed like chariot officers from the land of Babylonia. When she saw these paintings, she longed to give herself to them, so she sent messengers to Babylonia to invite them to come to her. So they came and committed adultery with her, defiling her in the bed of love. And after being defiled, however, she rejected them in disgust. In the same way, I became disgusted with Aholaba and rejected her, just as I had rejected her sister, because she flaunted herself before them and gave herself to satisfy their lusts. Yet she turned to even greater prostitution, remembering her youth when she was a prostitute in Egypt. She lusted after lovers with genitals as large as a donkey's and emissions like those of a horse. And so, Aholaba, you relived your former days as a young girl in Egypt when you first allowed your breasts to be fondled. Therefore, Aholaba, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. 
I will send your lovers against you from every direction, those very nations from which you turned away in disgust. For the Babylonians will come with all the Chaldeans from Pekod and Shoah and Koah. All the Assyrians will come with them, handsome young captains, commanders, chariot officers, and other high-ranking officers, all riding their horses. They'll all come against you from the north with chariots, wagons, and a great army prepared for attack. They'll take up positions on every side, surrounding you with men armed with shields and helmets. And as I hand you over to them for punishment, so they can do with you as they please, I will turn my jealous anger against you, and they will deal harshly with you. They'll cut off your nose and ears. Any survivors will then be slaughtered by the sword. Your children will be taken away as captives. Everything that is left will be burned. They'll strip you of your beautiful clothes and jewels. In this way, I'll put a stop to the lewdness and prostitution you brought from Egypt. You'll never again cast longing eyes on those things or fondly remember your time in Egypt. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will surely hand you over to your enemies, to those you loathe, those you rejected. They'll treat you with hatred and rob you of all your own, leaving you stark naked. The shame of your prostitution will be exposed to all the world. You brought all this on yourself by prostituting yourself to other nations, defiling yourself with all their idols. Because you have followed in your sister's footsteps, I'll force you to drink the same cup of terror she drank. Yes, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. You'll drink from your sister's cup of terror, a cup that's large and deep. It's filled to the brim with scorn and derision. Drunkenness and anguish will fill you, for your cup is filled to the brim with distress and desolation. But the same cup your sister Samaria drank, you will drain that cup of terror to the very bottom. Then you'll smash it to pieces and beat your breast in anguish. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Because you forgot me and turned your back on me, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. You must bear the consequences of all your lewdness and prostitution. The Lord said to me, Son of man, you must accuse Ahola and Aholabah of all their detestable sins. They've committed both adultery and murder, adultery by worshiping idols, and murder by burning as sacrifices the children they bore to me. Furthermore, they've defiled my temple and violated my Sabbath day. On the very day that they sacrificed their children to their idols, they boldly came into my temple to worship. They came in and defiled my house. You sisters sent messages to distant lands to get men. Then, when they arrived, you bathed yourselves, painted your eyelids, put on your finest jewels for them. You sat with them on a beautifully embroidered couch and put my incense and my special oil on a table that was spread before you. 
From your room came the sound of many men carousing. They were lustful men and drunkards from the wilderness, who put bracelets on your wrists and beautiful crowns on your heads. Then I said, If they really want to have sex with old, worn-out prostitutes like these, let them. That's what they did. They had sex with Ahola and Aholaba, these shameless prostitutes. But righteous people will judge these sister cities for what they really are, adulterers and murderers. Now this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Bring an army against them and hand them over to be terrorized and plundered. For their enemies will stone them and kill them with swords. They'll butcher their sons and daughters and burn their homes. In this way, I'll put an end to lewdness and idolatry in the land. And my judgment will be a warning to all women not to follow your wicked example. You will be fully repaid for all your prostitution, your worship of idols. Yes, you will suffer the full penalty. Then you will know that I am the sovereign Lord. Ezekiel 24 On January the 15th, during the ninth year of King Jehoiachin's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, write down today's date, because on this very day the king of Babylon is beginning his attack against Jerusalem. Then give these rebels an illustration with this message from the sovereign Lord. Put a pot on the fire and pour in some water. Fill it with choice pieces of meat, the rump and the shoulder, and all the most tender cuts. Use only the best sheep from the flock and heap fuel on the fire beneath the pot. Bring the pot to a boil and cook the bones along with the meat. Now this is what the Sovereign Lord says. What sorrow awaits Jerusalem, the city of murderers? She's a cooking pot whose corruption can't be cleaned out. Take the meat out in random order, for no piece is better than another. For the blood of her murders is splashed on the rocks. It isn't even spilled on the ground where the dust could cover it. So I'll splash her blood on the rock for all to see, an expression of my anger and vengeance against her. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. What sorrow awaits Jerusalem, the city of murderers. I myself will pile up the fuel beneath her. Yes, heap on the wood. Let the fire roar to make the pot boil. Cook the meat with many spices, and afterward burn the bones. Now set the empty pot on the coals. Heat it red hot. Burn away the filth and corruption. But it's hopeless. The corruption can't be cleaned out. Throw it into the fire. Your impurity is your lewdness and the corruption of your idolatry. I tried to cleanse you, but you refused. So now you'll remain in your filth until my fury against you has been satisfied. I, the Lord, have spoken. The time has come and I won't hold back. I'll not change my mind. I'll have no pity on you. You'll be judged on the basis of all your wicked action, says the Sovereign Lord. Then this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, with one blow, I'll take away your dearest treasure. Yet you must not show any sorrow at her death. Don't weep. Let there be no tears. Groan silently, but let there be no wailing at her grave. Do not uncover your head or take off your sandals. 
don't perform the usual rituals of mourning or accept any food brought to you by consoling friends. So I proclaimed this to the people the next morning, and in the evening my wife died. The next morning I did everything that I'd been told to do. Then the people asked, What does all this mean? What are you trying to tell us? So I said to them, A message came to me from the Lord. I was told to give this message to the people of Israel. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I'll defile my temple, the source of your security and pride, the place your heart delights in, your sons and daughters whom you left behind in Judah will be slaughtered by the sword. Then you'll do as Ezekiel has done. You'll not mourn in public or console yourselves by eating the food brought by friends. Your heads will remain covered. Your sandals will not be taken off. You'll not mourn or weep, but you'll waste away because of your sins. You'll groan among yourselves for all the evil you have done. Ezekiel is an example for you. You will do just as he has done, and when the time comes, you'll know that I am the Sovereign Lord. Then the Lord said to me, Son of man, on the day I take away their stronghold, their joy and glory, their heart's desire, their dearest treasure, I'll also take away their sons and daughters. On that day, a survivor from Jerusalem will come to you in Babylon and tell you what has happened. When he arrives, your voice will suddenly return so you can talk to him. You'll be a symbol for these people. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see tires destruction.